Hello, Chris. How are you? What's up, dog? <laughs> I, I mean, Jason, honestly, at this point, I'm afraid I'm going to have to hire an engineer. I, I, I just don't know if your mind's in it anymore. Mm, well, I spend a lot more of my mind on it than you do, bitch. <laughs> well, I don't got much brain left. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, okay, brain, so, so not the, good. The world, the world continues to crumble this week, um, mostly happening in America, but you know the other parts of the world are fucked up too, right? Uh, sure. What's on your radar for for something that's really been uh, a, a crumble zone? What's your Capitol Hill storming? Oh man, wow, that's a great question. Um, Thanks, man. I, I guess I guess seeing uh, the woman I saw, so I saw this woman at Barry's boot camp, and she was wearing mm. the Ashley Simpson Evan Ross tour T shirt. This is a couple a couple of months ago. So, yeah, this is the same person. Same person pulled up today in a pretty reckless concert tee. Wait, what is pretty reckless? Pretty reckless is Taylor Momsen from Gossip Girl fame. She had a yeah, she had a band for a little while called Pretty Reckless. It was like very nylon mag, like no, smeared no, eye I, makeup. I one thousand percent remember it. You now. booked them. You booked them <laughs> at some point for sure. No, no. If I booked, no, I would not. I, I did a lot of bad stuff. I booked LMFAO multiple times, but I don't know if I have ever. They rock. I would have known if I booked them because that would have been, you know, Corey Kennedy would have been in the building. Shout out to Corey Kennedy. We got to get Corey Kennedy on the show. I keep forgetting. Um, But, you know, make that happen. The whole Kennedy, all my girls over there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the entire Kennedy, the Kennedy family. (laughs) And the only Kennedy family I recognize is Corey, Chandler, and Chris. Those are the only three I recognize. And the other other sister that's an actress, but I haven't met her. So Mm -hmm. the whole whole squad gets a shout out today. But She's probably very cool. Oh, she is cool. Yeah, she is cool. More of like a traditional Hollywood chick, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, otherwise, Jason, I'm sipping on a gallon uh, and not not lean, unfortunately, just alkaline water. Are you um, a gallon guy now? You, are you one of those meatheads that carries around a yes, gallon with them I don't at carry, all times? I only I only drink the big gal in in the privacy of my own uh, home, or in this case, I guess, sadly, my parents' home. So that's that's yeah. I mean, I I sip it. Uh, throughout the day, I usually finish it early, you know, late, not early, but I would say late afternoon. Okay. So or do you, when you go to the store to cop the gals, are you doing brand new gals? We're not doing refills, I assume, right? Oh, we don't do refills. <laughs> Come on, dog. Okay. So. Come on, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm like Dame Dash with undershirts. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so things are not as sustainable down there as they are in other parts of the world. Well, you know, weirdly, actually, I found out from my mom that, that, Georgia or Atlanta, city of Atlanta, city of Decatur, or whatever doesn't doesn't recycle glass, which I think is very strange. Look, if you if you told me that Decatur didn't recycle, period, that uh, that wouldn't have been strange. <laughs> they they would just be like, you know, we just ain't we just ain't gotten around to it yet. But I've heard some things. We don't, I heard it's good. We don't we don't have the trucks that do that. <laughs> that our, tr- our our trucks don't. It's just different. I don't know. Look, I got a lot going on right now. Okay, so going on right now. <laughs> so back so so back to the gallon. So then when you go, you don't buy you don't. Like I know you drink a smoothie once a day, but do you go and I'm doing the gal twice a week. Okay, so you you go and do a gal cop twice a week. I hit I hit the local Publix and I cop the uh the Amelia Electrolyte brand uh water. Um Okay, and then you just jug around. I'm just jugging, you know what I'm saying? In in, in again, in the privacy of my home, I would never take this to the gym. Mm-hmm. That is that's where I draw a line because unfortunately, as much as I want to uh, my body to be aesthetically pleasing. I also need to look aesthetically pleasing, you know, mm-hmm. while I'm exercising. You're you're right too chic of a person to do that, and you're also too much of a pussy to to pull off being guy who brings the gallon to the gym. Because usually, guy who brings a gallon to the gym 
He's also just wearing like Russell sweatpants. Yeah, and you he, gotta be he's like, wearing like you gotta dress have veins shoes. busting out the necks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You gotta have like the the it's a different it's a different vibe than yeah. what I'm you, going you, for. You you have to have done some some hard time behind bars and not for releasing um rabbits from from like a <laughs> detention center for a PETA activity. It has to be for like I, I have I, I accidentally have, popped a guy when I was robbing a Bank of America. I spend time spitting bars three times a week, so I don't know what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um but I did <laughs> You know, the the Martine Rose show that happened today did give us this incredible image of Drake, like, in the studio, because the show is, like, different people over the world wearing Martine Rose. So I was able to tweet that image saying, about to record another How Long Gone. You already know the vibes. Mm, yes. Um, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you were able to see that or not. I was able to catch that just before we went to press. Uh, I believe a, a recent commenter had said, um, quote, uh, album mode, and that seemed to get some good traction. So just watch that Twitter space and see where it goes. Actually, this is an important thing to ask you. I, I don't know why I'm feeling like this, but I feel like we are actually in album mode right now. What, what is the goal? Like, when you're in album mode, you're like, all right, we're going to make an album. And then when the album is done, you finish album mode, then you go to Bossa Nova or whatever it is. What what is <laughs> what is the end of our of our journey first we're no we're gonna go to bossa nova actually how <laughs> the fact that we haven't gone there that's the first restaurant on our list when we, i get back to la we're definitely hitting bossa nova well hopefully um gaviner nuisance keeps uh you know gets things open by then because otherwise it, well, it, it, bossa nova ain't hitting to go unless you're in the studio no, what I'm saying is I think that's what we should do. I think we should contact one of our many music business connections mm-hmm. and see if we could just eat in the studio. Okay. You know what I mean? Like let's just we we'll buy Boston over for everybody in the studio, but we just need to be there to eat it to get to get the atmosphere right for the mm. for the food. All right, I'll I'll get broke mogul on DM and see if <laughs> and see if him and Pharrell will come through from from the Beats One Apple Music Studio. Whatever you want on Boston Nova, it's on me. It's on me. I, I wonder. I think that's a great idea. Honestly, that's a pretty funny. W- w- like the idea is, we're offering f- Scott. If you're listening, come come build. Let, bang our line. We'll we'll show up at any studio in Hollywood as long as it's expensive and there's famous people there with Bossa Nova for the whole squad on us as long as we can talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's it. Really. That's all right. That's a pretty light ask. I feel like TJ. I agree. It's not too much. To, I mean, for our our career trajectory, where we're going right now, I think that's a normal ask for us to ask. But but speaking of Bossa Nova and other um, <laughs> fat fat bad for you foods, I I, uh, I stepped on the scale today and I have gained ten pounds since the last I don't know two months or something. Oh, you were look Big Bird was looking a little puffy on the trip, but I obviously wasn't going to bring down the mood for twenty twenty one in that way. Well, you you did actually bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You've actually said that every chance you get, so I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. I mean, but also it's a, it's a it's a weird thing that I've known, not so much wrestled with or uh, come to uh, accept about, but it's just a weird thing that literally like every year that I've paid attention to my physical fitness during like the December, January, like winter months, I always gain. I just I just gain ten pounds, and then when the you know the sun comes out. You know, February, March, Coachella season comes back into play. 
God damn it. I knew the, that was coming. The LBs melt away. My, well, my skin becomes more tan and my um, muscles become more defined once again. And I guess I consider it to be a, a healing and rebirth period. Well, once I'm back around, I'll, you know, I'll whip you back into shape just by osmosis. Like being around me is just good for you, I think, as far as weight loss goes. I, I agree with that. Um, I, I, but, you know, Jason, I, I, you know, I don't want to bring this up, but I was a bad boy last night myself. Okay, so you did you procure a? I just want you to feel. I just want you to feel like you're not out here alone on oh, this. Good. Ledge, well, I mean, maybe, my friend. For all we know, the, the the amount of 5D chess that TJ's always playing, <laughs> you don't know if me offering that that moment of vulnerability and weakness was not was that bait was not a five steps ahead way of of kind of giving you a comfortable safe space to divulge your fat ass secrets. What did you cop? Did you get the the Jimmy Johns? You don't act like you don't know. I sent you a picture of the glizzy. No, you didn't. You sent me a picture of the outside of the bag, and I said, sandwich picks, please, with, uh, with a well, cool I, emoji. I just, I w- uh, there's, a, there's an animated <laughs> gif of Stefan feverishly <laughs> asking for the, for the, for the, I don't sand- know. the raw, un- unsheathed sandwich pick, and I don't think you delivered, Chris. I don't know what happened, but I was just really craving JJ's yesterday, and we talked about it a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and- so JJ's, short for Jimmy John's, it's a regional sandwich restaurant here in America. What it's kind of like a, a step above a subway or something like that, but it's not it's not a fine dining. No, it's 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 subway, but when your pocket's fat, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> when you say fat. <laughs> hey. Uh, I'm saying I probably spent a total of twelve dollars, um, but I got a veggie, on a, on a veggie submarine. Sub. Wow, okay, that is kind of well. I got chips too. I did get the. I had to get the salt and vinegar because you got to put those on top. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so what, this was an anxiety stress meal. You have. Um, you I'm have feeling a- no anxiety or stress. I just really was craving JJ, mm-hmm. and every once in a while, I mean, I, I went and very when, hard when yesterday. You, when you were a fat teen, was this a, <clears throat> a comfort meal for you to to get this exact meal? A Jimmy John's veggie sub. Plus salted no, bean this, chips. Jimmy John's didn't. Jimmy, Jimmy John's didn't exist then. Jimmy John's okay. is actually relatively new. Okay. Um, in the last fifteen, ten years at least, I would say ten years probably. Okay. So walk me through what walk me through what went on in that twisted mind of yours as you're honking down on a twelve incher. Did you eat the whole thing? I, you know, I hit the back with the with the with the twelve inch. You, you already know the, the vibes. You hit the bottom of the pussy hole, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I hit the bottom. It was good as hell. Yeah. It just it's a it's a simple sandwich, but the bread there is a little bit sweet, which I like. It has an avocado like a paste situation somewhere between a a a a mm. guacamole and an avocado slice um with some cute It's a okay. It's a alt right guac. Exactly. Guac, tomato, cucumber, shreddy, shreddy and provolone. That's all <laughs> it is, baby. Shreddy and prove. Okay, yeah, a nice. I love a good classic veggie sub, but also it was honestly so good. I got it with no mayo because I'm I'm uh, as you know I'm against mayo. Fuck Sir Kensington's. You heard it here first. Come on. I'm just kidding. If I was gonna eat mayo, it'd obviously be Sir. It couldn't be a sandwich without mayonnaise. I say. I mean that's true. Got to have my mayo. Well, I'm glad that you indulged yourself. Did you did not wash it down with a diet Dr Pepper or anything? Did you? No, I did not. Just a just a cup of water. But my mom, you know, I got home and my mom was just very happy that I'd gotten it. She's like, "You just gotta do this sometimes, Chris." You know, and she was yeah. My mom also baked twenty four cookies the other day just to do it, which I feel like is a little bit a little bit baiting me, and I don't like it one bit. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's a dog whistle. I got basically what I'm saying is, luckily I'm killing myself with two a days here, or otherwise I'd be looking like TJ, a little puffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the whole. I mean, for me, that's why I work out so much and kill myself in the gym is so that I but am you allowed to. You know, what's the point? But you of- don't. You don't work out. I, I even seen you work out. I were I, I I worked out today, Chris. I did 45 minutes of continuous jump rope. Don't worry. Okay, yeah, we need to get. I think cardio is going to be big for you right now to get this. To, to oh, shed that's the weight, that's one hundred percent where my head is at right now. Cardio is going to be big good. this winter, but good, 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 uh, good. you know, there's what, what's the point of of building up Anything? all those? I don't know. <laughs> what's the point of stacking <laughs> stacking those caloric chips if you never uh, get to cash them in? You know, good point. I mean, the only chips I want to stack are one hundred dollar bills, but I know what you mean. Um, well, you know, they say you can't you, you can't spend it when you're dead, Chris. I might die soon, so we'll find out. But I, I, we do have a guest today. Um, yeah, what a segue! Fucking Nova, Nova Scotia's own, um, another another famous Canadian guest, uh, DJ and producer Ryan Hemsworth, who I feel like you do you know from back in the day from the EDM community. I do know him. Yeah, he's um, Canada's most adorable electronic music producer. The man, the man knows how to remix. He knows how to DJ. I didn't know he's. I mean, he's got some like. Damn, he 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 won a Juno Award for Best Electronic Album in 2014. He's got tracks with. He's got cuts with Tinashe, uh, canceled Tory Lanes, Mitski, and your favorite E40. <laughs> what the fuck? How how does Ryan Hemsworth have a song with E40? We got to get to the bottom of that. That is twisted. The power of MySpace. The power of Friendster. The power of Facebook. Was Ryan him? Was Ryan Hemsworth popping on MySpace? No, I think in the MySpace days, Ryan was probably 13, so I don't know how, how popping he was. We're about to find out. Um, all right, let's 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 give superstar DJ and producer Ryan Hemsworth a call. I believe he's in Toronto. He's probably snowed in, just hugging his NPC for warmth. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's, get, let's give him a call. Give him a buzz, eh? Ryan, thank you for joining us today, first of all. No problem. From, yeah. the, from the frosty north. Chris, whenever we have a, a podcast host on this podcast as a guest he will always start off by saying it's great to have an elite podcaster on the show Mm -hmm. to let us know that we're going to be in good hands but for (laughs) me it's good to know that we have an elite person who knows how to use a microphone so that when we have a conversation it won't take 45 minutes to uh, hit record on GarageBand so thank you for knowing how to use equipment hopefully yeah still learning (laughs) but and don't do any, don't add any effects to your vocals or anything. Okay, we want the raw no auto tune. No, well, a little auto tune is fine. I'm, we're not big reverb guys here at How Long Gone. We kind of draw the line. Ryan, there. you're gonna have to deliver me a raw, uncut stem, and I'll be able to tell <laughs> if you've done anything to it. Okay. Yeah, augvorbis, or you guys still accept that? Yeah, that's fine. But you know, <laughs> I didn't just fall off the turnip truck. I'll be able to tell if you added some of your special <laughs> effects. All right. Okay. Okay. Jason, as you, as you know, Jason is an esteemed member of the EDM community, so he is able to parse out if a tra- if a track has in fact been tampered with before opening. Uh huh. Don't even try it, Buster. <laughs> He's the yeah, FBI I, don't, of I still tracks. don't know how to make like drops or do any actual EDM shit. So don't worry. Uh, well, Ryan. So speaking <laughs> of the EDM world, how how is the EDM world going for you right now? You seem to be in a plywood cabin. So <laughs> yeah, are you back in Nova Scotia? Or are you in the beautiful metropolis of Toronto? I'm in Hamilton, Ontario now. I uh, oh, yeah, you, is that where you city, live? Big city now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I moved out of Toronto uh, before last summer. Bro, you live in Hamilton? Correct. Yeah. What do you know of Hamilton? <laughs> I mean, 
I know that that's a wild place to live as an adult man. That that I, I'm just I'm surprised. I thought you were a city mouse. What happened? Uh, I mean, lots of changes. Uh, I had a kid. I was gonna have a kid. <laughs> oh, so okay. And then at the same time, uh, my landlord of my apartment was like, "Yeah, we have someone coming back now." So I was like, I don't know. I was in like basically downtown Toronto, and yeah. Um, it just seemed pretty impossible to get like anything bigger than what I had, and I wanted to buy a place. So, yeah, old man lifestyle initiated quickly. Old old man Hemsworth. So, is this the equivalent of <laughs> of like being from Manhattan and then getting a, a place upstate, Chris? You know, in terms of Canadian? yeah, right. I mean, because Hamilton's only a couple hours, right, Ryan? Like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, just an hour drive. Yeah, just a quick hour. You can shoot down to the to the city there. It's no problem. So, how have you have have you been enjoying your your new secluded lifestyle in the woods? Yeah, I I would say. I mean, I I and I I guess I function um, as I always have more or less, but um, I get more done because everyone else is also at their computer. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't need to bother people too much to send me things that I'm recording or just a few emails. And yeah, it's kind of nice. It's a little different. You don't strike me as a kind of cat who does a whole lot of bothering of people, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would agree with Jason. Anything I, could I ask I could is, be wrong. is kind of followed by like a, I'm so sorry for bugging you. I'm very... <laughs> a I'm thousand really pardons. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm doing you a favor, but I'm really sorry to ask you for this. Um, mm. Damn, man. Well, I didn't know. So, what's the what's the scene in Hamilton? Is it is it? It's a college town, right? Or no? I guess kinda. Um, uh, it's definitely known for uh, having violence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean, but you mean like drunk Canadian college violence, or do you mean like real organized crime? Uh, more just like I mean, it's just like downtown. Um, I guess like sketchy is the word that people might use. Uh, <laughs> so, so you move, you move to a dangerous place is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm not down in like in the hood or anything, but uh, <laughs> I guess it's like, so you, it's not suburbs, but it's somewhere in between there. Okay. Well, so it's kind of like how we're in Connecticut, New Haven. Yeah. Well, that's where Yale is, but I mean, I, I feel like this makes sense for a guy who is able to work alone. I don't think it's that crazy of a decision. I, I just um, Hamilton to me. I, I guess I have some friends that are from there. You know what I mean? And I, I, but you're not. You're from Nova Scotia, correct? Nova Scotia, yeah, um, yeah. Honestly, it's not that different. So it's kind of weird because I, growing up in Halifax, I really wanted to get out of there, and then now I've kind of just of ended up in an equivalent in a different province, but. Yeah, it's all full circle. I have actually <laughs> I can relate to that. I've actually visited I've visited Halifax before and it was kind of idyllic. I really liked it. And it, it reminded me of almost like San Francisco for some reason. Like it was very hilly and like by water. Yeah, well I I went to San Diego a couple times and that feels like sort of if Nova Scotia got everything right, um that's what <laughs> it would feel like. It's like yeah, very Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right on the water, and uh, but in in Halifax, it's like you get four seasons in a day, and it's um, a lot of white people, a lot, a it's, lot of white people, and <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's it's that's actually like a college town for sure. So, you know, when I went there, it was it was shocking because I I truly, you know, I, I was very young, and I and somebody asked me how I was going to pay for something. And I showed them my, I pulled my card out and they kept saying Visa. 
And I was like, what the fuck is a visa? Like, what are you talking? I literally was baffled. And then I realized they were saying the word visa, but the accent was just so thick and off-putting that I almost I almost walked out without paying because I was so confused. Yeah, well, I didn't think it was that bad. But yeah, actually, I, like when I go back, it is uh, a little off-putting in a way. But, it's but that seems like a very nice place to grow up. I, I, in retrospect, for sure. I mean, yeah, I have no uh, complaints about my upbringing in that way. But it's, it's sort of. I went through college, and uh, especially within like the music world, it's sort of like you see the ceiling <laughs> pretty quickly. So, mm-hmm. um, unless you're a coffee house style artist, which I'm sure you dabbled in as an acoustic guitar player, you nailed it. And and honestly, that's like the bread and butter out there. And there's definitely like bands that you know, just like kind of skim by forever, but who's from there? Arcade fire. Uh, no, I think they're, I think they're Montreal. Um, no, I, mean, I was, I was joking. Oh, sorry. I, but I, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm I didn't sure know how much people know about, you know, Canadian. I'm sure there's at least one member of broken social scene. That's from Halifax. Oh, yeah. He's gotta be for sure. I mean, we have a uh, Sloan from there. <laughs> Okay, Sloan had a little moment. Jason is in his little pitchfork bag. He remembers. Yeah, yeah. Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> a lot, lot of from from Sloan to Trailer Park Boys. A lot of range over there, Chief. That's yeah. Hemsworth falls somewhere in the middle, and that's what I like about yeah. it. Yeah. But Ryan, Ryan, out there, if you don't mind me asking, how much does it cost to buy a home out there? Uh, where I am now in in Hamilton or in Halifax? How much does your house cost when you bought it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> he almost he almost spit up his Tim Hortons with Ryan, that one. Ryan, you obviously that that was a that was a jokeish question. You don't have to feel uh, pressured to answer that. But it was more of just like I'm 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 always curious about real estate prices. I live in Los Angeles, where it's expensive as fuck. Chris, you know, he's yeah. got a, a apartment in New York, obviously expensive as fuck as well. And I like to hear it when uh, people live in remote areas and they're like, oh, yeah, I bought a house for this much. And then I cry. Yeah, it's it's honestly, I mean, I'm like part of the trend right now of people getting pushed out of Toronto. Um, so it's like I think everybody is just within like a two hour vicinity. And in, in, in then in the next like year, everybody will be kind of out of there, I think. Um Mm-hmm. more or less no, or no, they won't no they won't people aren't gonna leave you know you act like, like every person's gonna it's gonna leave be a toronto. ghost town no, it, toronto's over <laughs> I, I like that you called it a trend which made it sound a little bit more fun than uh, gentrification or yeah you know a, a globalist takeover i always try to put a positive spin on everything yeah i mean that's happening you know that's happening in pretty much every major city right now but who who is buying up all this stuff in toronto is it i know i know vancouver a lot of people from china China, we're buying up real estate. Well, Toronto's known for its incredible amount of condos that no one lives <laughs> yeah. in, I believe. Like, the amount of condos in Toronto is staggering. Yeah, which I think are, like, you know, maybe sometimes, like, three-quarters full or something. Like, I, I think a lot of the time it's just sort of people holding on to, you know, apartments or whatever. But I don't know. I think it's just, like, yeah, this is just nonstop condos, and they're still going out more and more. But um Somebody's moving in, I guess. So I'm waiting for the New Yorker article. Toronto's obsession with condominiums. What? what, what <laughs> I mean, I would deal? live. In, I would. I would live in a nice Yorkville high rise. Personally, I don't see. I, you know, I'm. I'm more of a downtown cat. I, I could. 
I just don't know where my studio would be. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't know. It's a lot to consider, Chris. Probably in Scar- Scarborough. Yeah, I could do a Scarborough. I think that'd really get me in the mood. But I mean, Drake has invited me to the bridal path, but I haven't been able to make it. Obviously, due to COVID nineteen, um, gotcha. yeah. I haven't been able. I haven't been able to make it there for a session. Same. But Same. the virus you know. has been fucking that up, man. That sucks. Yeah, the virus is really fucking up my music career, which is which. That's why I had to podcast. That's why I started a podcast. So, Ryan, yeah, how much it. how much alone time are you spending on a day to day basis? Well, I mean, I I had this like shed built, uh, like mm-hmm. kind of in uh, October November. So before that, um, which is just it's in my yard and uh, it's got heated mm-hmm. floors and stuff. Oh. So it's Ooh. yeah, he splashed yeah. out. The remixes be paying. Yeah, it ain't it, this. Don't <laughs> call it gloat. a shed. Don't call it a shed if you got heated floors. But I guess that's a damn house. Heated yeah. floors come with every house. It's like a heated steering wheel. Yeah. In, in Canada, they just give you one. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm not, assuming you don't have to pay extra. where you're living, yeah, it's, it's illegal to legal. You, you, they won't sign off on the on the coding paperwork unless the floors are heated. <laughs> exactly. I knew where you're going with that one, and you are correct. Yay! <laughs> okay, so you so you had a, sh- a shed professionally built. I see you have like electricity in there and all that good stuff, heating and. And all yes. that stuff. So you use this as your little office recluse away from your family? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just sit outside the house. Like before this, I was I have like a attic and uh it's very cold in the winter. Um it's not very well insulated. I, I got a super old house. So um mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of been my uh my life like outside of music is just like fixing stuff up around the house and uh oh, my kind of fella you look it's interesting because you look like a damn english professor but I, are you sick with the hammer <laughs> <laughs> i go dumb with the wrench yeah <laughs> okay so you have been going dummy on on various blue collar home improvement projects uh, you know, did did Santa Claus? I don't know if they have Santa Claus up there, but did he bring any tools this year? Because I sure hope so. Not really. I got everything I need. I got you know, except a tool belt. I still need one of those, but I've got everything that would fill it. So, not to show off. <laughs> Damn! Don't stunt on us like that. Okay, calm down. Okay. So what I believe, you know, I we I talk about that a lot. Doing little, you know. Doing my yeah, sad Jason, little home improvement product projects around, yeah, and it's a good yeah. way to clear the head and to get those biceps kind of bulging. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. looking, you're looking kind of filled out over there. Yeah, yeah, the chest looking big, but Jace, Jason, the tool man, Stuart, Ryan, you can put the shirt back on now. Come on, <laughs> yeah, bro, relax. It's an audio based medium. You have my to bad, pick one. Bad. We can't have we can't look at your chest and CDJs. So one of them has to leave the has to leave the frame. Yeah, you might have to change, pivot to video for this one. Just to <laughs> let people. What kind of so what kind of home improvements are you? Because Jason is himself a big home improvement guy. He's doing a lot of painting. Which, oh yeah. You know, it seems easy, but I couldn't do it because I'm not a real man. So what have you been what have you been doing yeah. around the house for, in Hamilton? For example, over the weekend I took the Christmas lights down, so yeah, I'm kind of out here. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Slow down. Slow your roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly that's true. I, I I think I've repainted the whole interior of the place. Um mm. it was all just like a yellowy white. Um I don't know if that was like intentional or just over a hundred years it became yellowy, mm-hmm. but the walls, um, yeah. So I, I repainted, changed pretty much every light in the house, uh, inside and outside. 
And uh, man, yeah, I don't know. I, I painted my my son's room uh, like a two tone, and that was way harder than I expected. I feel like you're losing all your <laughs> listeners right now. No, no, no. Well, I mean, most most of the people have turned off the podcast now, but the people who are into masking with mm-hmm. tape or they're smashing the subscribe button right now. Yeah, my frog tape heads are really just yo. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big frog frog guy myself. You want to talk about adhesion as well as removability? Oh baby, the frog tape, it's worth the money. It's funny you said that, Ryan, because Jason has said to me, I believe on this podcast, or maybe just boasted to me in private, that he's very good at taping when it comes to painting. He literally has said, like, I found I, I realized during COVID that I'm good at that. Yeah, which is it, it's crazy because you think like that sounds like bullshit but once mm-hmm. you start doing it like that that's a real skill to have there's a skill Feel good about yourself yeah, it's Jason. like saying like oh i'm a good basketball player you know what does yeah. that mean exactly <laughs> oh I'm, I'm very good at you know three-point shooting or i'm nice with a free throw whatever it is like that uh, that is my specific discipline as it pertains to painting i am a i am tape pilled and i'm absolutely addicted <laughs> to the sticky stuff you're not letting a drop of paint hit a window or anything like that's that's serious well, I did. I did one window freestyle, you know. When then we can whoa, move on. Whoa, I did. What? I did no tape, and I, I learned. He learned his lesson. When you're when you're doing a like a door that has window in it, with that's made out of glass. I will just mm-hmm. freestyle paint the motherfucker, and then go back with a uh, a razor blade and just scrape whoa. the paint right off the glass. That's a little pro tip. Yeah, I'm I'm not as satisfied with that uh, technique, but all the power to you. <laughs> What a, what a kind what a kind way to let me down so, great way well, to put it well speaking of doing video um instead of audio i know you've been you've been getting your little twitch live stream on is that correct yeah but i kind of fell off quickly uh, i need to get back on it but yeah i feel like i don't know it's a dif- different discipline of like not overthinking everything which is really difficult for me it's like every time i start planning like a stream i'm like Okay, what can I do throughout the next like three hours to keep people really interested in this and that? And I'm like, oh, I, I open it and like someone's just like playing chess by themselves, and there's like 20 million people watching. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I really need to not worry about what I'm doing. I mean, I, it seems like doing a Twitch stream like that is the is the best way to kind of learn. Yeah, I think it, it's definitely like the more I've done it, it's helped in like having your little like you know community is like yeah, yeah yeah like they're checking in and everything which is mm-hmm. is nice and feels like oh that's some sort of connection that like would be equivalent to talking to people after a show or whatever but mm-hmm. um, or the some feeling of receiving when the two hands make the heart symbol in the audience uh, you know yeah i yeah, know yeah. that I, I miss that and i'm sure you miss that as probably well probably the thing i miss the most um, <laughs> sitting in my shed <laughs> at home <laughs> i uh, you know, we we did a Twitch show for a little while in LA, and and I find it impossibly distracting to see the chat room going at all times. Yeah, that's not what I was prepared for. Like because there's <laughs> yeah, um, you know, there's people that are producing and working on stuff, and like uh, or or DJing or whatever, and you're basically having to do so many different things simultaneously and being like oh man thanks for the uh the bit and thanks for the this and that and like i don't even still know what all these things are let alone like knowing the significance of thanking everyone for every single thing out loud (laughs) 
So what you're, yeah, we we hate our fans too, bro. I get it. Yeah, no well, problem. The chat room is it's absolutely <laughs> distracting and a nightmare, but it's also absolutely necessary. The key, yeah, it's the key. It's you know one one third of the whole fucking thing, which I guess you need to get an intern to do that and to ban the haters and silence the trolls. Yeah, that's key for sure. Can't <laughs> let anybody voice their opinions of. Uh... I don't think you have too many haters and trolls, though, right? Yeah, you you seem like a guy. You probably have less haters than us, even though you're a celebrity. We we have a lot of you know we have a lot of people coming for our fucking necks at yeah, all. Yeah, we do, and they really? they they come for Chris or they come for me and ask what Chris's email address is so they can come for him. Usually, I'm I'm just kind of like a <laughs> conduit to get to him for the hate. Come for you via email. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's not. It's luckily it's not a physical threat. Thank God. Chris um, receives a lot of they, sternly worded email correspondence. Yeah. Because they've seen, they've also, Ryan, much like you, they've seen me with my shirt off and they know not to fuck with me. That's what yeah. it is. Well, I was going to say, I wouldn't, uh, I just wouldn't bark up that tree. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so now, now that we've been living, you know, almost a year in quarantine, you have not been able to perform music live. Like what, uh, what, what, what do you think your plan was at the beginning and what your, what are your predictions for the future of, of music and your musical career? You know, hopefully we'll be getting back to a point where like, People are together at shows and stuff, and it's okay. But uh, I don't think like the online uh, kind of transfer that's happened is going to uh, slow down in any way. I'm sure like it's going to kind of coexist now from this point on. Mm-hmm. But um, I ended up uh, doing more stuff that I kind of always wanted to do, but was afraid of because like it was stuff that wouldn't work in a club or settings that I was being booked in already. So I, I started doing like a side project that's all like more indie rock based stuff and working with people from bands and mm-hmm. um having a lot of now fun we're, now we're that. talking finally a genre i can talk about great we'll get into that later so yeah so you were producing some kind of uh some emo style independent music is that what's going on um yeah i mean uh, you sound like bright eyes be honest does it sound like bright eyes or mineral well it was on Saddle Creek, Bright Eyes label, but it didn't sound. Wait, wait, it actually like- was. I, yeah, I was yeah, literally yeah. getting. No, it's on Saddle <laughs> Creek. Yeah, I, I did not know that. What's it called? What's the band called? Uh, it's called Quarter Life Crisis. Who's in it? Who did you recruit? Which which session players did you get? So I just did all the music production and everything, and then um, kind of pieced it together from like different. I did like a few trips in L.A. and I recorded with like Hand Habits and Howdy, like yeah, kind of different groups that were you know, coming up right now. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it's a good different experience for me, like just to not approach things from like a rap producer, you know, point of view or like mm-hmm. at least even like the mixing, uh, that kind of stuff is like a different headspace. So it's been kind of, you were getting on your little rock swag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Do, but could you, what, so what instruments are we working with? Like besides the MPC, you can play everything. What are we talking about? Yeah, well, I I could uh, show you um, if I can turn my I got my twelve strings on my wall here. I don't know if you Not the me. twelve string. <laughs> yeah, dude, the twelve string ovation, the the grandpa guitar. Oh, I see a little. Okay, I see your little. Okay, there are the CDJs. Thank God we're getting a studio tour. So, you, but can you play drums though? That's the question. I that was actually like in the first band I was in. I was a drummer, um, which like wasn't a a great band maybe but you know it kind of let me uh 
experience that in a way. I don't, I'm not, I'm not like great at it, but I was guitar first and that's kind of always what I've, I'm just always impressed with people who can literally kind of do everything. Even if, even if you're obviously, you're going to be more proficient at something than something else, but it's always impressed to me when someone can just, if you had to, you could play everything. I'm not, uh, not good. Uh, at, I feel like not, <laughs> not great at uh, anything, especially, but like, same. Yeah. I don't know. It's, um, that, that's sort of another thing that is kind of, different about this experience is that I'm like approaching people that are what you're ex- uh, describing, like good at every instrument and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, just like sing on this song that I made, which yeah, is sort of like a trust trying to like get more confident with that. Um, and the only way to do it is to do it, I guess. Have you been to Omaha? No, I don't think so. Why do you, why do you ask? Well, that's where Saddle Creek is, correct? Isn't it in Omaha? Yeah. Yeah, I just I just oh, you're talking about Mecca. I'm talking about Mecca. Yeah, exactly. I pray to Omaha five times a day um, with my bright eyes seven inches behind me. But no, I, I was always I was always told that Saddle Creek and that whole crew had like there's a movie theater. They basically bought all this stuff and kind of created this entire community, which I think is very fascinating and ahead of their time, because I think that's what people want to be doing now. Yeah. Yeah. That was the main guy, Rob. Um, he's based in L.A. now and they have like an Eagle Rock uh, studio thing there. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he owns like, I feel like half of the downtown area in Omaha, which is like a strange it's very it, it reminds me of yeah. REM. It's like kind of what, that's what REM did in Athens. Oh, yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he spent almost $20,000 to buy half of Omaha. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> as much as I spent on my house. <laughs> Don't come for don't come for Omaha like that, Jason. Like you don't you've never been. Have you been there, Jason? Fuck no. What am I going to do in Omaha, Nebraska? Go you've to been the to Saddle every Creek sh- theater. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've I've toured to a lot of cities, but uh, have not made it out to Nebraska yet. Uh, the you've literally been you've been to every shitty city in Canada. No offense to our guest, but you've been to Ottawa, you've been to Calgary, and there's a lot. Yeah, you've been to you've been to places. I'm like, why would you have gone there? There's three cities in Canada worth going to. No offense to Hamilton. It's true. Well, I went there chasing the bag, eh? I had to go to Edmonton. I, I had to get beat up by cowboys just to, <laughs> wow. to make my little seventeen fifty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> seventeen seventeen dollars and fifty cents Canadian, or one thousand seven hundred fifty dollars? No, one thousand seven hundred. Yeah. Oh. So that so you got you got that many tunies for what a two hour set? Say, that's a whole lot of tunies and loonies. <laughs> that's a whole lot of tunies, brother. I mean, that's yeah, that's probably a two hour set. I would say. Whole lot of tunies, Ryan. I don't want to give you give you any ideas, but whole lot of t- whole lot of tunies sounds like a chorus to me. I don't know about you. I don't know about you guys, but whole lot of tunies, if done right, is very catchy. Yeah, I'm I'm writing this down right now. I don't know if there's any Canadian rappers out there who are cool enough to do that, but maybe in the future, Ryan. You you speaking of rappers, you did, you did a song with E40. I want to hear some more about about that man. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that was uh, maybe the best. Thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just to be clear, it goes E forty song, birth of your son, moving to Hamilton. Is that the? Is that the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's about it. You summed it up okay. right there. Um, so, yeah, how, how did you link up with the God? Uh, that was a very yeah kind of long uh, process. I was working on my last album, and um, I had this song with uh, artist Yaki out there. And um, I just kind of had like a short list of like who would be crazy to get on the second verse. And like 
he was definitely up there already. And um, the label I was working with, uh, E1, they had this this dude that works there, um, old white Jewish guy, like in his sixties, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I know him." I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> like let's let's do it then or try." That's he's definitely doesn't know him, or that's not going to happen at all. And then yeah, just like a couple weeks later, they're like, "Yeah, just send him the instrumental. He's going to record it tonight." Wow. Like, oh, like what? Okay. And then the next morning, they sent me like the mixed song, like. I think E40 just every day is like doing that like nonstop. And yeah, he's definitely just an amazing human being. Did you have any notes for him? Were you like, okay, so this is a pretty good first take, but I yeah, I had to go back and tell him to re record <laughs> most of it. But um. <laughs> I mean, further, further showing that old Jewish guys, you know, they really do make the world go around, don't they? Yeah, God bless them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God bless. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it it all came together, and then, uh, yeah, we were like, okay, let's make it a single. Uh, we should do a video. I wonder if we could get him for the video. So you did you did you and you met him? Yeah, yeah, like this. This okay. So you guys did the video. Yeah, it just like it happened. I mean, honestly, there was obviously like a big bag of money that helped make it happen. Um, <laughs> in his favor, <laughs> and much deservingly because he's uh a king and a mensch uh, mm-hmm. who deserves it, but worth every penny that E40. Yes, um, we had the the general idea for the video, and it's kind of crazy. It just like it all just came together, and he pulled up like basically on time. Like his his uh, his cousin was there like early at the at the place, and they were just like he just pulled up and had like slurricane with him. I already like bought <laughs> some before, like from the corner store, because I was like excited <laughs> to like. <laughs> And then he was like, "Oh, I got a, like my whole garage is full of that. Like you don't need to you don't need to buy that." <laughs> <laughs> you just you just bought your last bottle of Slurricane, Ryan. Yeah. Welcome to the team. So do we think E40 is like paid paid? Yeah, without a doubt. Really? He's because he, he has diverse investments. That's why I Exactly. Him. He's doing everything. Like and he's been Was he early on Twitter? Like like he- independent forever. Yeah, Chris, he's been stacking his Gouda for decades now. <laughs> I mean, I feel guys like that if they made their car if they play their cards right, they could live off features forever just because the requests are probably so robust. Absolutely, without oh, yeah. a doubt. Even even on a small scale just like, oh, I'm I'm just, you know, low key making 15,000 a day, you know, just doing doing like three features. Yeah. And that's not bad. He probably actually just heard about the song when it was sent to him that day and he recorded it that night and sent it back in the morning. So it's like, I can't imagine if he wanted to just like do that assembly line, he could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wouldn't even have to leave the house. Yeah, I want to ask a question though. With guys like that, do you think he... Now, do, when you approached him, do you mention the money off rip or do you just just say like, here's the song, let's figure it out and then offer the money? No, I mean I'm I'm definitely never trying to talk about money ever, but uh I just wait until that comes up in some capacity. And and obviously in that situation he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. This is my amount. <laughs> this is the fee. Okay, that's right. I imagine, look, a- as a master negotiator myself, I would never lead with a, a price either, but I feel like with guys like that, that that's like the number one question, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, what's yeah. the what's the baggie looking like? Yeah, and I mean I I didn't have any sort of established relationship with him before this but i mean <laughs> now now we we text once in a while yeah do you text you so you you and e40 are just banging each other's line every once in a while 
Just uh, yeah, there's a check in once in a while, but I, I haven't hit him in a while. Actually, the last conversation, I think I might have like deaded it. <laughs> what? You oh, killed no, your relationship man. with E40. How? What did, did you, you hit do? him with a what that mouth do? And and he got no <laughs> response. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you've gone too far. What, no, did you, I, what did you do? I just asked him if he uh, if he liked natural wine, and then uh, <laughs> and then it was just radio silence. Natural what? You ask E four if he liked natural wine, bitch. He knows you're trolling. That's a troll ass question. That was about the coolest thing you could have asked E four. Like if That's I was insane. If they're like, all right, you're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna let you interview E40. You have one question you can ask him. Yeah, I can't say that I could think of a better question than that to ask. Yeah, him. are you up on the natties? Uh, <laughs> you, what's your preference? Effervescent? Do you like a little funky? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. What is what you know? Scale of one to ten. What's your salinity scale looking like? So he he has his own wine company, though. I guess if you could call it wine. Now that you guys have broken up, are you allowed to send shots to his fitted? Uh. No. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, yeah, great answer. Great answer. Great answer. Uh, damn. I mean, so are you into natty wine? It sounds uh, like you are. I, I I was like I uh, when I was like touring. Uh, Obviously, you're doing a dry January right now, but I mean, just in general, I'm currently drinking some uh, coffee liqueur. It's uh, oh. Damn, really warming those cockles in chilly Hamilton. So for yeah, our, yeah. for our listeners at home, it's about three o'clock on a Tuesday. You know that, right? Hey, don't want come on. Now. <laughs> Yo, bro, he's a professional musician. He plays by his own fucking rules. And also, <laughs> when you say coffee liqueur, do you just mean you're drinking a straight Kahlua warm? No, it's uh, I found some like gentrified drink at the uh, <laughs> LCBO. <laughs> It's just like we make it with the freshest, like blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just sounded like I could have coffee. So you're having some. You're having natty Kahlua, more or less. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's a new cat. That's a new beverage category. We should all be looking at. Right, Ryan, Ryan, are you are you off that loud as well? Or are you only having some some alcohol nowadays? Uh, I have my um, CBD dose pen. Oh, you you do a CBD dosis. Yeah. Oh, you might yeah. as well just be breathing, breathing air. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, but no, I actually like I I had it the other day, and then I like had a bit of a cough attack, and then I was like, oh, I actually feel something. Well, <laughs> well you know. they say you know they say you don't cough, you don't get off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's what I've always said. But um, <laughs> <laughs> smart man. That's the only time I've actually ever felt anything from it. Uh, so it's definitely not. Uh, did you did you switch did you switch to CBD from the loud pack at some point or or have you always been a, a light smoker? No, I've always been a good boy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I get that vibe from you. The only time I have has been like in Atlanta rap sessions, and I just end up sitting in the corner like. With like staring at my shoes, so con- contact high, contact <coughs> so high. So you're only. at you're at tr- you're at Treehouse with Gunna and Future, <laughs> and they pass you the backwoods, and you're like, "Damn, I have to hit this because I'm with the legends." And then yeah. you can't; the beats aren't coming to you after that. Well, I mean, luckily in those situations, I just like made a ton of shit in advance, so I was kind of just like pressing the space bar, 
um, at the extent <laughs> of those those types of sessions. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm from Atlanta and I'm here right now, so I would love to hear any stories you have. Were you were you at Treehouse for the What a Time to Be Alive sessions, or did they not call you in for that? No, they must have uh, not had my number. Something that's too got, bad. Got that's too bad. But, I, but who who were you in the lab with in Atlanta, and where did you eat? <laughs> yeah, perfect questions. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I was. It was a lot of uh, big variety, Bellas. I guess. Of yeah, <laughs> like like Kudrich, Pablo Juan, and Hundred mm-hmm. uh, Yaki. We made a, a bunch of music. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of sessions with like people that um, are affiliated with the Slime Gang. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think, okay. you know, out of everybody that I met might have been in some capacity. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they were at least, at the very least, tangentially related to the slime gang, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What, what is, is, it, is it safe to say that you yourself are slime? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I, my chain <laughs> is, is in the house, but um, okay. I would show it to you otherwise. Yeah. Walk us through what time are you starting a session like that? Like, what do we what, like midnight or earlier, and it just goes till sunrise, or what's the vibe? We would uh, be like planning like early afternoon ones sometimes, but um, then everybody would be like three hours late, obviously. So, mm. yeah, it was definitely more of like a uh, nine or ten p.m. till six a.m. And what is it hard for you to stay awake? Because I would not be able to stay. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm. I don't. That's not how I do this stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, now I'm in bed at nine <laughs> at home. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, that that kind of stuff was. Um, yeah, I felt insane. Honestly, I just felt like a <laughs> fucking zombie, and like I don't like smoke or like do that kind of stuff. So I was I was getting drunk, but then you're just like very drunk in a purple room for. <laughs> 10 hours with beats repeating at four at 445 yeah eating like cheetos or whatever the studio has um mm-hmm. and and how now but the energy is up or does the energy just ebb and flow as the night goes on yeah it would ebb and flow i i would say like there's <laughs> definitely moments where you things are happening and you're actually stoked on what you're getting recorded and everything and uh that's all clicking and then there's definitely moments where you're just like everyone's staring at their phone for a while <laughs> and the beat is just repeating for an hour and i'm just like i i don't like this song anymore that i made <laughs> <laughs> that's see that's what i i feel like I'm i want to go home i feel like i'm a guy that i would need the beat to play for an hour you know and then i get out my legal pad and just kind of go in you know what i mean but but mm-hmm. i don't jason's more of a I, I don't write shit down i ain't got time yeah type, no pad so no we, pencil we, yeah, I get it. Exactly. We we kind of duel on that a little bit, you know, as a creative duo. When the when the boy is ready, the boy is ready and we kind of have to, you know, clear exactly. clear frame and let him spit. I mean, my my Atlanta uh experience in that way was just no one wrote anything. Like I I I knew that was already uh something that, you know, had changed over time, but literally it was You've heard lore of that. <laughs> of course. But yeah, no, like all the sessions, it was just like literally walk right in and auto tune and everything is on automatically. The engineers already know 
exactly how this goes. <laughs> and, well, and you're and you're working with some of the top lyricists. I mean, these guys are you know these guys are Joe Budden level lyricists. So I, I can imagine. So it was you, Talib Kweli, Hoodrich, Pablo Juan, um, Stolly, um, yeah, <laughs> Stolly. <laughs> Do not come for blue collar gang on this podcast. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Okay, so so Ryan, we before we were talking about, but like, what are you? How are you um, diversifying your bonds? Your bonds, I suppose, in the in the style <laughs> of E forty. Now that you know, obviously, a big part of your income was live music and touring. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, how are we diversifying over there in Canada? I, as I mentioned, I moved to Hamilton, and um... <laughs> so diversifying is <laughs> I made my rent cheaper. <laughs> exactly yeah you know, there's, there's okay so it's more of a more of a jettisoning than did you not get in did you not get on the ground floor of the canadian weed boom mm. no no I, I fucked that up i'm still waiting on the the natty boom it's it's just not happening yet are you growing your own grapes in hamilton are you i mean <laughs> i don't know if that's exactly the the right move chris it's the it's considered the south of france of of ontario jason just to be clear it's true i i, I didn't know that you guys had such a robust terroir <laughs> yes i know what that word means <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have you been so besides besides creating a rock band, you haven't been diversifying <laughs> diversifying your portfolio during this time. Man, honestly, it's just like a a little bit of uh a lot of different things. So like I'm still like doing remixes when that comes yeah. around and it, mm-hmm. it works and uh the projects that I've put out in the last year have been on a couple different labels, so there's sort of you know mm-hmm. little advances and stuff from that and um, whatnot, but yeah, it's just okay. uh, you know we're making it happen. We're making it happen. Yeah, he's a working musician, Jason. You know what I mean. You gave it up, like you know what I mean. You walked away from the game. You hung yeah. your jersey in the rafters. Ryan's still out here doing it, bro. That's still right. out here hustling every day, um, mm-hmm. trying to get those loonies and toonies. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm just like I feel like I'm. <laughs> intentionally saying everything that would make chris mad (laughs) (laughs) this is not making me mad this is exactly what i love (laughs) ryan ryan have you ever listened to this podcast before yeah i I was listening to lunas's the other day that you guys did oh yeah 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 lunis fellow yeah canadian legend do you uh what did you think about this podcast not a fan honestly um But you know, you guys seem like good it. guys, so I like to support. Not your vibe, though. Matt, yeah. Matt, Matt did vouch for us, and as, as you know, you have to do what he says. I think so. That's probably part of it. It's true. Yeah, my my manager is um, very large, and uh, he, <laughs> he could crush me if he wanted. To. Menacing. Yeah, he's a little menacing. I think that's what you want in in a manager, though. You don't want some little twerp, you know, trying to get you more money. Yeah, honestly, he doesn't have to do much. Like he can just like show up, like walk into a room. And he's not actually like a mean guy, so it's good that he doesn't need to talk. He, he can just be like, yeah, I'm here. Look, I know. See, that's the thing. Jason's so tall, but he's weirdly not intimidating at all. Yeah, I, I, I am I am to children, but not <laughs> as not so much for adults, though. I appreciate that, but I wish it was with adults that had checks. But I guess I'll take what I can get. <laughs> to that's answer what, your – to go back, uh, I didn't answer the Atlanta food question. Um yeah. Homegrown was wow. You're fucking with homegrown, a little southern breakfast. Blowing my mind. Yeah, I missed that 
probably like the most in in like American food. <laughs> really? Well, I homegrown is good. I like it, but it's also just like a southern breakfast place. I don't know what you were. What was you just like bacon that much? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just plates of it. Um, no, I don't know. It was just like yeah biscuits and lots of the vibe is very authentic too. the vibe is good it felt great yeah i mean i i think that was i mean in general that's kind of what i miss of like doing that kind of touring and stuff and like finding those types of restaurants where it's just like people that live around the corner and it's just like the heaviest food in the world i love that shit beige's food well i mean it sounds like so were you traveling with some resistance bands and a kettlebell or like what's the what's the hemsworth workout routine just fucking dancing on stage or are we yeah we were talking on the on the intro of the episode about how i've gained 10 pounds how fat have you got in quarantine ryan uh yeah there's definitely like a extra um like layer of flab when i like bend over on my stomach um (laughs) and uh, are are you okay with that or does it annoy you or you know now that you have a dad you're a dad so i guess you kind of have an excuse yeah there's sort of a yeah, exactly. That that does definitely uh, help in a way, but I mean, for Helps the self Im- a little bit. self image, it does it doesn't help that much. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I I don't really do anything. Um, I I, <laughs> I I joined I joined a gym like right when COVID started, and then I was like, oh dang, I guess I can't go. Too go. bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they like suspended my account until last month and then it started up again and now i'm like i'm not canceling it but i'm not going so so jim is jim is open over there currently yeah yeah it oh. was closed in like for a couple of months but now it's back yeah no it sucks um so i i was thinking about a uh wait what is it called a pendleton no not a pendleton a peloton a peloton <laughs> <laughs> That's the Canadian exercise bike. Is the Pendleton? Oh yeah, it's the Pendleton. Eh, you just throw it over your shoulders when the when the fire goes out. Flannel seat. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe maybe one of those things. But I heard that I heard that Pelotons are on a ten week delay right now because they're so popping. Yeah, I believe that it's like a yeah. lot of uh, fat people like me that are just <laughs> not actually going to do anything with it. But yeah. I gotta figure something. That's true. Out. It's a nice coat rack. Yeah, you could hang your Pendleton blankets all over it when you when you're <laughs> exactly, feeling warm. Yeah. Do you like yeah, being those... in the studio with people, or, or are you happy to send a beat, then send it back, et cetera, et cetera? Like, do, do you do you really miss that like in studio vibe, as they say? Yeah, I mean, as as much as it absolutely like makes me uncomfortable for the first hour or whatever, um, <laughs> it's really just that like icebreaker moment, which is kind of just. In general, meeting people for me um, <laughs> in that way, <laughs> so it's not that different. But um, yeah, once once you're fully into it, I definitely miss that. Where it's just like now it's um, via message or line or whatever social media you're using, and just working on. A song I use together. Signal now. You should use it too. Yeah, we're only using Signal now to protect because I don't know if you noticed what's going on here in the U.S., but mm-hmm. there's some issues. Oh, really? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it's S- Signal is an encrypted and protected messaging app that drug dealers use, but now... Uh, Ryan, our country is under siege. Don't you understand that? Yeah. Oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> it is bad. How it Has is bad. has COVID affected your uh, the town that you live in at all? Yeah, I mean, there's been lockdowns off and on. Um, and yeah, like lots of... 
my favorite restaurants closing down and stuff. Um, so that's another part of getting fatter is just trying to mm-hmm. uh, use the excuse to order from these places every other day and feel like you're helping, which is supporting slow, small business. I don't know if it actually is much. What's the culinary scene looking like in Hamilton, Ontario? A lot of, lot of farm to table. There's a little, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a little bit of farm to table. I mean, look, farm to table peaked in America like five years ago. So I figured at this point, yeah, Hamilton is all over. We're, we're getting into it right now. It's there there is one in. one place around the corner for me. So that's uh, that's something. Are you are you cooking yourself as well? Yeah, yeah, a bit. Um, yeah, I would say it's like the week is like half cooking and half. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna order from this Indian place. What's the what's the quintessential? Ryan Hemsworth meal. Let's say TJ, me, was coming over and you want to impress me, a culinary giant, with a meal, what would it be? Oh, man. Well, I would probably have to make you some kind of like a green curry. Like, I got to make you some kind of Thai, I think, because I feel like I feel like that's oh, your bag. That's pretty confident, white boy. <laughs> uh, Thai is actually not really my bag, but I do like Thai. Well, um, then I guess the first date didn't go very <laughs> well. Damn, Ryan, you didn't even get to hit, bro. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a that's kind of a pungent, spicy dish if you're trying to get a kiss out of me, right, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like to live life on the edge in that way, so it's not... It's not that big of a deal for me. It's a good think. answer. There's a difference between bad breath and curry breath, isn't there? Yeah, a spicy kiss from a nice uh, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> <laughs> spicy kiss from a nice jason oh uh, yes just what the doctor has ordered for me that's what yeah that actually is the cure for covid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i got i got antibodies in my body and i'll kiss them right into you that's pretty cool that's pretty cool that you're that confident with your curry i feel like that's is that an easy jason you can tell me is that Ooh. an easy thing to make or a difficult thing to make well curry much like a lot of the culinary great dishes of the world takes a daytime to learn a lifetime to master it's a it's a subtle blend of coconut milks chiles herbs knobby garlics but... and gingers oh man you you, you can make it but to really make it transcend, it takes an artiste like Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I'm. It's not jitlada over here, but um. <laughs> yeah, I I ordered some jitlada about a month ago, and literally the heat made like my girlfriend. She had to like lay down and was getting dizzy, and I literally uh, vomited in the shower afterwards because it was so hot. <laughs> Wait, why would you? Jitlada, first of all, is kind of overrated. I think I think the place oh, we go so, to. Oh, I think is that Hoi- right, Chris? Tell me more, vegan guy who does not know anything about Thai food. Please tell me more about that. Bitch, what do you know about Thai food? You just said you didn't even like it that much. I said it's not my. It's not my absolute specialty bag. You but just I'm, go to you like you like Jitlada because it has those stupid Simpsons drawings on the wall. That's why you like it. And it's jazz. Like you go to see jazz and then, you know, you get everything else that is a part of that. Yeah, it's a legendary spot. And also the the the, the I like going game. there. I like going there. I, I do like going there. Even though Matt Groening from The Simpsons is a known pedophile, his artwork still adorns the walls. Oh. <laughs> oh he's not he's <laughs> Oh Oh, I'm upset to hear that. You haven't heard that, Ryan? No. I didn't know that actually, Jason. Is that true? I thought he was just a bad cartoonist. 
No, he's a great he's a great cartoonist. He's bad with kids. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is that great, great at drawing? Who told you this? Sound is this Hollywood insider information, or is this yeah. like an, a, a known secret kind of thing? Um, let me see here. This doesn't sound like this sounds like TJ might make. Well, well, Matt Groening is on the is on the Epstein um, travel logs. Well, just because he likes to hang out with a rich guy doesn't mean anything. Um. <laughs> No, give it a Google. Look, look it up. But like he, just give it a Google. Give it a Google. Matt Groening pedophile. Yeah, Google <laughs> Matt Groening pedophile. And also the the McAfee guy, the that crazy guy who developed the yeah 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 the virus software. He claims that Matt Groening is a time traveler. Oh, um, that's what? much tighter. Check that. Check into that. It's mu- It is much tighter than pedophilia. That is correct. Uh, I don't think I want to check that out. I don't think I really care, TBH. I mean, I know that it's not a fun thing to do, but you know, it's important to know. And one time I was at a Mexican restaurant and I saw Matt Groening there and I was like, holy shit, you know, because I grew up with the Simpsons. Like it was, you know, when I was a kid, it was, it was everything to me. Absolutely loved it. And he was with a child and I assumed it was like, you know, his actual child, but you know, you never know. No. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Jason. <laughs> Wow, what but, a what a what a real guttural response there, Ryan. You, I just heard him go. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty shocked by that revelation. Jason is such an Hollywood insider. I wasn't coming on this podcast for you to destroy my childhood memories in that way, but look, I don't welcome to the Terror Dome, bitch. I know that you're a Simpsons lover. I, I know you're a Simpsons <laughs> lover, and so am I. But you know, it's time we had the talk, Ryan. I'm not a Simpsons lover because cartoons are for children, but that's cute for you grown men to like. That. Yeah, one one of one of Epstein's sex slaves, Virginia Roberts, claims that she was forced to massage Matt Groening's crusty feet. No. Yeah. Damn. What? Yeah, so he needs to get those things hooked up at the very least. Yeah, I, I go I go to a place called Nail South. It's right around the corner. It's like twenty dollars for a pedicure. That's okay, that's a. I will let Matt know. That's uh, that's sound advice. Thank you for that, Chris. <laughs> but is he still is he still like in charge of the Simpsons? That's more of a Ryan question. Is there still is there still Simpsons? Yeah, there's yeah Simpsons. Simpsons are still on. It's still new. They're still yeah. They're probably gonna shit. do. They probably already. They probably did a Jeffrey Epstein episode already. Like a tribute. <laughs> A feet tribute. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I, I eat the jitlada. I smoked a bunch of weed, and I eat the jitlada so yummy. And I'm like, oh, you know, you know that feeling. I know Chris can relate, Ryan. I don't know if you're this kind of guy, but w- after you eat like a real serious big dog stinky meal, you kind of mm. feel compelled to take a shower afterwards. Is that a thing that you've ever done? No, I just lay down and feel <laughs> bad for myself. <laughs> You lay down on the floor. You seem like a floor layer. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, you do seem like a floor guy. You have cats, don't you, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you curl yeah. up on that. Uh, you, you curl up me. on a nice little rug, and you just. But yeah, but I know. But so I was like, you know, I ate that meal. My my shit was burning. I'm like, I got a shower, and I'm in the shower, and I I'm like, I was getting dizzy and a little nauseous, and so I laid down. It, it's a it's a shower tub combo, not a big deal. Whoa. I was like, I'm I'm gonna barf, and I, I, you know, it's it's dark barfing when you're butt naked. Have you ever done that before, guys? Yes, I partied. <laughs> You've done a nude barf? <laughs> yes, dude. I almost died <laughs> once. I I woke up after doing ecstasy, and I was going to the bathroom, and mm-hmm. I fucking 
fell into a tub and almost hit my head on the spigot oh. and woke up. I woke up and I had thrown up all over myself. Oh, <laughs> golly, Chris! Damn, Chris! That was a that was a, that was a long time ago, fellas. Just FYI. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In the darker days. I mean, that, I was like 22. It was like a much a very long time ago. I'm only 28 now, Damn. but it was a long time ago. Because usually, when you're an older person, you know, I, I think like mm-hmm. whenever you're found dead, 75 percent of the time is when you slip and fall in the shower, right? Or at least when you yeah. break the hip. So you almost knock that bingo card off at the age of 22. Yeah, or you or you you choke on your own vomit like Rockstar, like Jimi Hendrix or something. Yeah, you could have done both. You don't hear about people doing that too much anymore nowadays, do you? Choking on the vomit. It's been a while, yeah. I think it's actually. I think it it's because everybody. I think it's because everybody moved on to opiates. I think that's more of an alcohol thing. Yeah, opiates don't make you barf, Chris. They cure the barf, don't they? They can make you barf if you don't put a. I mean, look. Let me. As much as I hate to eat, you do have to put a small layer of food before you take a handful of of pills because it will it will fuck up the lining, bro. I'm gonna write that down as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my friend, uh, my friend who I grew up with, who developed an addiction to oxycodone, he would layer a base coat in his stomach. You know, a little painting reference to you, Ryan. But he would layer a, a, what we call a primer in the business of ice cream. Yeah. That was his oxy oh. lining of choice. What my, you don't think that's good, Chris? No. Well, I was always I would always dose myself in the morning, so I was more of like a nice kashi guy. Mm, yeah, cereal like a kashi a. a Akashi with with an almond milk, and then I would you know choke down my handful with a, a nice smart water. Mm-hmm. Just a just a breakfast a breakfast ting. It sounds like a nice balanced way of doing it. <laughs> it seems balanced. It was it was just because if you treat them like vitamins, then it'll take you a while to realize that they're not. It's a breakfast ting. You done know. You done know. You done know. <laughs> just a handful of Flintstones. <laughs> Ryan, have you heard the leak the the certified lover boy leak that was leaked yesterday or no? No, bro. What the fuck? Okay, well, Drake. Drake is a big. He's a big Canadian rapper. You got to check him out. Okay, I'm gonna check him out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up with the Drake? What's up with the Drake cuts? Have you been in the lab with Forty? Like, what's the deal? Yeah, I feel like people don't even know of me, and if they do out here, <laughs> it's like they don't think I live in Canada. Like anybody. Ovio, has- you're saying that Ovo Hemsworth does not have a nice ring to it because it does. Mm. Man, I've been trying. Ovio Ryan does though. <laughs> Ovio Ryan's already taken, unfortunately. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh god. Ovio Brian or Ovio O'Brien and Ovio Ryan actually got kicked out, so there's an opening. Oh, for okay. You. I just oh, want to yeah. hear Perfect. Drake yell at Ryan. I just want to hear Drake be like, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You know? From the other yeah, room. Ryan, that. where's my car keys? Who are your favorite Canadian artists? Because I, I have my list, so I would love to hear Because mm-hmm. Feist is my number one. I, I'm a big Feist head. We're big Feist heads on this podcast. Um, but I also really like Shawn Mendes. So I would love to hear some of your favorite Canadian artists. Man, I mean, Feist is definitely growing on me because we've been... I, I put on her Sesame Street performance every morning, basically the last like three months uh, for my kids. So wow, that's for the for the seeds. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's definitely um, he like looks shout at out, her. Shout out to Leslie. Yeah, she she seems like an amazing person. That's someone I, I've never met, but I would love to like get her and E forty on a track together or something sometime. <laughs> I'm just putting that in the air. The he- the Hemsworth effect. 
Damn, that really rot- that's called a mashup, Jason. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. But <laughs> Chris believes that Feist is Bay. Um, do you agree? I do. It, yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Good. What about Alana? You like Alana Morissette? Big fan. Yeah, Big me fan. too. She's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Wait, is Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah, she's, she's Canadian. Canadian. Right? Yeah, I mean, she's got to be up there on that list, you know. I wouldn't the, uh, mind um, slipping into the arms of that angel. Am I right? <laughs> I hear nope, you you're not. Um, I. What about Shania Twain, though? All those puppies are dying. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. You're talking my language. This is this is where I was thinking. All right, right, Ryan. What are your in order top ten Shania Twain songs? <laughs> um, Take your time. I, I, I edit. Oh, 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 you're driving me crazy. Okay, but how do you how do you be? Still, I mean, wait, what's the still the one? You're yeah, still the one. you're you're still oh, the one. A, you're still certified the one. slap. That's the one. Yeah, you're still the one. Is kind of the ultimate ballad, but. That don't impress me much, and man, I feel like a woman are yeah. are bops, but you can't really you can't really beat. You're still the one. Yeah, you're still the one. Is just like it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> it really is fucking beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> like no, it if is. if I was alone at an old honky tonk bar, and a woman yeah. came up and and performed that, I don't care if she's some toothless heifer. I'm going home with her that night. Not a dry eye in the house with that song. Not a dry in the house. It's true. It's a it's a certified classic, and it it brings the house down every single time. Yeah, you could say that Shania Twain is a certified lover girl. Okay, thanks for podcasting with us, uh, <laughs> Ryan. Um, Almost like you guys knew, like coordinated to to do pure silence after that terrible joke. It was it was cool. No, it's I'm I'm so used to you doing terrible jokes, and Ryan's great at following the leader. I think so. He knew he saw my face die when you started that remark, and he was just like, "I'm not yeah. I'm not going to go with him on yeah, this." Ryan heard my bad joke, and he said, "Yes, and he's been taking his UCB online classes, hasn't he?" <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I mean Canadians are known for their uh, inherent. That's true. In improvisational skills, the kids in the hall, the list goes on. That's true. true. SCTV, SCTV. Let's not forget. And there are also you know I mean? all the kids in the hall are unfortunately also known pedophiles. I, I'm, I'm afraid to bring Jesus that up. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, that's. I, yeah, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I think you like it. Actually, I, I sense the joy in your voice from ruining yeah, Ryan's childhood. Yeah, you were seeking out this news. I, I don't. Want <laughs> uh, Look, I'm on the I'm on the message boards. What can I say? Uh, the, the pedophilia message board. <laughs> yeah, he has a he has a Google alert. Uh, he's kind of like a this, pod, this podcast is over. He's a citizens arrest kind of guy. Uh, Ryan, thank you for joining us all the way from Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, tell the people where to find you. Tell the people where to listen to your music. What's coming out? What's coming up? Where do we stream you yeah, on any Twitch? New, any new things to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm on everything. It's just my name, Ryan Hemsworth. <laughs> uh, not not Chris Hemsworth or any of the other ones. I'm on everything. The other um, Hemsworth. Yeah, and uh, Twitch maybe. I don't know if I if I can get my shit together. Nice to be here and talking to you guys. So that's all I care about. Well, we want to see you. We want to see you on Twitch. The fans demand it. We want to, and then hopefully we'll get the Architectural Digest Shed Tour. Mm-hmm. You got it. I'm so ready. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And don't look before you send us this file. Do not layer a 12 string on it. I know you want to beef up the chorus on this, but let's just, we don't need that this time. I don't know, man. I think this could use a little production. <laughs> 
Damn, don't come for TJ. He's the AV squad of how long gone. Ryan, if you're feeling bored, I can send you the stems, and then you can edit, mix, and master, and I'll give you the for upload. For sure. Code. Let's collab, bro. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. I love collaboration. Oh, I love collaboration. Much like you, we work in, so it's good to meet another content creator that's always ready to build. Fellow creatives, I see you guys. <laughs> Uh, hello, fellow uh, creatives. I do, I do. Uh, all right, thank you, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. We're going to go stream some of your music so you can feed your child and maybe get some insulation in there. Thank you guys oh, so much. Last question, Ryan. As this as this episode comes to an end, what song would you like to be slowly creeping up with an Ableton automated volume filter? You're still the one. Thank you, Ryan. We really appreciate it. Bye. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> thank you, guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you so much. Look how far we've come, my baby. We might have took a long way. We knew we'd get there someday. They said, I bet they'll never make it. But just look at us holding on. We're still together, still going strong. You're still the 